It's time to travel with Anita. From across town to around the world, she covers it all. Spanning the globe for more than four decades, Anita has been to over 100 countries and territories and is the host of the Lowell Thomas Bronze Award-winning podcast, Quarter Miles Travel. From load transportation fares to travel insurance concerns, safety to savings, Anita gets you there and back with a smile along the way. Now, here's the host of Travel with Anita, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel with Anita and Friends. As I start the show today, let me ask you something. How many of you are Southerners? Anyone listening from Atlanta, the Atlanta area? Well, if you're driving, there's no need to raise your hand, of course. You can just nod. But that's what I'm going to talk about today is Atlanta, my hometown. Now, I don't know if I ever shared with you all that I am an Atlanta girl, a Georgia peach, a Southern girl through and through. And I love all of my southern roots, and I'm very happy to still call this area home. I'm not going anywhere. I love this area. I was born in Atlanta, and I lived there until, well, really all of my childhood, until after college, I, I did move away for a little bit of time. But I grew up in the southwest area of the city. I grew up going to an area called Mosley Park, and I would walk around a big pond that was in the center of the park. And I can remember going swimming as a child in the pool, and my parents watching, my sister and I, as we play with other kids. And today, Mosley Park looks a little different from my time swimming and running around the paths, but my fond memories really keep it alive. You know, those are the kind of things that really make a place very special, those memories that we have there. And the sentiment of Atlanta being a place where families can have fun and enjoy the city is not only with me, it remains a focal point, of course, for an iconic southern city that everybody likes to visit. Discover Atlanta, which is the Atlanta Convention of Visitors Bureau, reported in 2019 that 57 million visitors came to Atlanta, spending over 16 million in the city's hospitality industry. So I think I'm right on that. People do like the city. Now, that was in 2019, and of course, tourism and travel took a big hit back in 2020. However, Atlanta is a city that has something for everyone. People are coming. Travel is coming back strong. There are lots of reports about that. Atlanta is a drive destination for nearby cities, but also states, too. And with such an easy access to several states to our north as well as those to our south, it is really an easy road trip for attractions and for people to come for events that make our city really a lively place to visit. Okay, I know some of you may be thinking, (laughs) hey, does she work for the chamber or something? Um, She's really promoting Atlanta today. But I love the city, and no, I do not work for the chamber, but I did work for the Atlanta Convention and Visitors Bureau for several years, and not just any time, but I was there when Atlanta held the first World Series, the first Super Bowl, and when we hosted the 96 Olympics. So, yes, I was there doing all of the fun times and had a great, great career while I was there. So I have fun memories of the Convention of Visitors Bureau as well. But, okay, so let me just say that I'm not going to give all of the accolades to my birthplace of Atlanta. I want to also share some other people who have done that or some other publications. In 2022, National Geographic put on their best of the world list. Yes, that's right. Atlanta is listed for culture and history. And there's no denying that, especially history from the Civil War to civil rights. Atlanta definitely has a history and lots of it, really, that you can explore through museums and different things like that. And Lonely Planet also named Atlanta number four for the best in travel in 2022. So, hey, those accolades are all over the place. And in 2021, the New York Times listed 
one of Atlanta's restaurants, Lila Leela, in the top 50 restaurants in the U.S. So I can tell you, Atlanta's culinary scene is trending, and it's really becoming a hot spot for you to catch a meal. Now, if all this history food and things to do didn't get your attention, Money.com also named Atlanta number one of the best places to live. Number one, you guys. So here's what they had to say. Money's best place to live list has been around for 35 years and counting. And if you've come across it in any of those years, you know that Atlanta is very different from the kinds of places that usually make the cut, especially at the very top. So, hey, they put us right there at the top. So, okay, so the whole show today is not just about me going on and on about how much I love the city, because I do, but I want to share with you why tourists love it as well, why locals love it, and why those of us who may drive just a little bit to get there want to come for an evening or for a day, and I want to share all of those things on the show today. I recently had a chance to see the city from the eyes of a tourist. I was invited to come along on a press tour of the city. I toured along with City Pass and the Atlanta Convention and Visitors Bureau, Discover Atlanta. Now, a little bit about City Pass because they offer a chance to see some of the city's attractions at a discounted rate by purchasing them all together. Now, that's a great savings, and we're always looking for that, especially when we're traveling. Now, during my tour of Atlanta, we use City Pass tickets. For tourists, each Atlanta City Pass ticket saves them 44% off of a combined admission to five of the top attractions. So that's the Georgia Aquarium the Roller Coca-Cola, Zoo Atlanta, plus you have a choice from two of either the Fernbank Museum, College Hall of Fame, or the National Center for Civil and Human Rights. So you get a lot of the top attractions in there with City Pass. And I have lots and lots more to share with you about how my visit around my hometown and how you can also enjoy the same. And a little bit more about City Pass. Here's a little tip too. Stay tuned for more news about City Pass and a chance for you to explore your favorite city with City Pass. More to come on that. So stay where you are, and I'll come back in a few minutes here on Travel with Anita and Friends. top item on your itinerary when traveling. Are you looking for museums or wanting to check out the fast rides and adventure? Or maybe you're looking for a little history. Whatever your choice, I'm sharing it all today for a trip to Atlanta. Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. Now I'm a big fan of museums and Atlanta has no shortage of places to check out exhibits that share the story of Atlanta, our state, as well as the country and all of that history. I recently visited the College Football Hall of Fame. So get ready for an interactive experience where you get to be an athlete. Yes, there are exhibits of trophies, awards, jerseys, helmets, all from your favorite college football teams. They're there for sure. And there's also a great video that highlights the spirit of college football, giving you a chance to kind of get those feelings that we get of exhilaration and excitement when we see our team show up ready to play. So you get that as well. But the most exciting part I have to share with you all when you're visiting the College Football Hall of Fame is what they describe as getting ready for game day. 
And that game day is your game day. So I'm telling you that there are so many interactive opportunities that you really need to plan to save for several hours. Because I know everyone is going to want to put their hands in there and play football. And you can do that on the indoor field. Or try your skills as a broadcaster for the day. And all of these times that you are screaming at the TV, throw the ball, throw the ball, here's your chance to do just that. And if you miss, maybe your travel buddies might let you know. But you can ask, did your teammate catch that? You'll know from the sound of the crowd. And you can do it all with what is called the all-access pass when you're visiting the museum. And take everyone so that everyone can have a chance to play. There's no leaving someone behind when you go to the College Football Hall of Fame. Family, friends, everyone will be in the stands cheering you on as you participate in some of these interactive things. Now, for more information to get you ready to start in that starting lineup, visit their website, cfbhall.com. You may say that Coca-Cola is like your favorite drink or hmm, maybe you might say that, you know, you want to try some of those ones from around the world since it's your favorite drink. And you can say yes to trying Cokes from everywhere. And everybody has a favorite flavor. And here's your chance to learn a little bit about the history of the company with a strong, strong, strong Atlanta roots. And also see how Coke grew from a very small company to a worldwide presence that it has today. You'll learn all of that in the milestones of refreshment area of the museum. So I'm talking about the role of Coca-Cola. And if you're yearning to know the secret of this worldwide favorite, Check out the vault for the secret formula. So, okay, when you come out, you won't know the secret, but you can say that you were pretty close to it. And now that you've walked by the secret, it's time to go to the tasting area, properly named the Tasting Gallery. And there are flavors there from all around the world. So there are sampling stations that you can just stand there and sample the couple ones there, compare them with what your travel buddies may like, select a favorite, and then go back for more. But make sure that you do share with your travel buddies so that you guys can talk about what you like and maybe what wasn't a favorite of yours. But you're sure to find a favorite. And don't miss getting a photo also, too, with a polar bear. And who doesn't love a polar bear, especially when you're sharing a Coke? And remember those commercials where you saw the polar bear sharing a Coke with their cups, too? It's too, too cute. So you definitely want to do that. So check out their website, rollofcocacola.com. There's also no debating Atlanta's history when it comes to human and civil rights. So it stands to reason that the National Civil and Human Rights Museum will be located in the center of town. And while you're at the role of Coca-Cola, it's just steps away from that museum as well. Plan to take it all in because there are exhibits that are both informative as well as ones that will tell you a lot about the history of work in civil and human rights and the leaders who are wanting to make a difference in the lives of all people. The museum exhibits are designed to tell the stories of U.S. civil rights and the ongoing human rights initiatives that are taking place around the world. And throughout the museum, there are also interactive opportunities there, too. The most moving one is your chance to sit down at a lunch counter exhibit set up to represent a lunch counter protest. So what you do is you put on earphones and you hear the voices and the sounds of what the 1960s nonviolent protesters would have heard from an angry crowd. And this simulation is very, very powerful, so you need to get ready for that because it definitely gives you an up-close understanding and a chance to empathize with what the protesters would have experienced. Very, very moving. And before you leave the museum, you'll also want to check out some of the other exhibits. The Voice of the Voices Gallery displays items from Morehouse College's Martin Luther King collection. It's very impressive. 
And there's also a large-scale art exhibit called Fragments, which features Dr. King's handwritings illuminated in metal. That's very awe-inspiring as well. And the Rolls Down Like Water exhibit, where the U.S. Civil Rights Movement presents the fight for civil rights in America from the era of Jim Crow segregation to the assassination of Dr. King. You want to take that one in as well. So plan time to not only view these exhibits, but also take a moment to reflect because you'll be learning more about the history that you thought you already knew. And you may just need a little time to reflect on what you're experiencing and take it all in. Visit their website at civilandhumanrights.org. Next up for museums is the High Museum of Art. It never disappoints. The exhibits are always filled with amazement and with awe. I can just go there time after time to see what they have on display. They have more than 17,000 pieces of American, European, African, photography, and contemporary folk and decorative art. You'll be there for hours, so you'll also want to plan a little bit of time for that as well. Their description of the museum is the intersection of culture and community, and that it definitely is. You'll be inspired, you'll be informed, and you'll feel the appreciation for art and the artists who bring this expression to our lives. Some of the exhibits are permanent and some change. So for the most up-to-date information on current exhibits, visit their website, hi.org. Now, while I feel all the excitement from my tour of the museums, it was wonderful to have such a large array of museums close by to explore and to visit as often as we would like. So, hey, but I'm not done with all the things that I had a chance to do while touring my hometown. And just in case you're thinking, but it's your hometown and you've done it all. Uh, yeah, I've done it all and I want to do it again and again. And, you know, with that thought, things do change. Exhibits change, new features, new galleries are added to attractions, new attractions come to town. So we have to stay up to date on that. So a staycation or a day's visit, all of those are great getaways to our hometown of Atlanta. So I'll stop here, and when I come back, I'll share more right here on Travel with Anita and Friends. We're just getting started. to talk to the animals and learn their language. What would that be like? Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. Now, I definitely gave talking with the animals a try during my tour of Atlanta. You know, I love the Georgia Aquarium. Do you guys love that too? I've been many times before and I think I will go many times more. It never is enough for me. It never gets old. The Georgia Aquarium is the largest aquarium in the United States. Did you know that? There's more than 11 million gallons of fresh and marine water. Yep, 11 million gallons. That's a lot of water. And if you have already been, here's a reason for you to go back again. One of their newest exhibits is Sharks, the Predators of the Deep, which opened in October of 2020. That gallery has an unforgettable interaction with one of nature's most formidable apex predators. Can you say Shark Week anytime you'd like? There are five different species of sharks that are part of the exhibit. Hammerheads, silver tips, sand tigers, tiger sharks, and silky sharks. A couple of those I had not heard of, so it was truly a learning experience for me, and you'll find them all there. 
And this particular exhibit is a floor-to-ceiling area with acrylic windows that are 20 feet deep and 185 feet long. Wow. So you'll see fish swimming around in the in the exhibit as well. And I was kind of wondering if they were in there for food, but you'll see them all swimming around. Now, there's also the things we always like to see, like the dolphins, the jellyfish, and the whale sharks are all the favorites that I know we all love. Part of this whole exhibit, you can also see sometimes the whale sharks being fed as they are swimming over. So we had a chance to see that. Those whale sharks, they're like the size of a school bus. So they're pretty amazing to see. And during that time with the feeding, everybody was looking up to see the crew that were in the tank with the sharks, feeding them, and I'm sure checking on them to make sure they're healthy as well. So you don't also want to miss the African penguins and also the American alligators. So there are lots of things there to see. And although I've seen alligators in the wild down on the coast of Georgia on Sapelo, I'm still fascinated by seeing them in the aquarium and watching them close up in an enclosed area, because I do get a chance to see them in the wild, and I don't want to get too close when I see them there. Oh, and also, make sure that you go and find the chocolate chip starfish. That's a little Georgia Aquarium uh, scavenger hunt for you when you go. Hey, yeah, see if you can find that, the chocolate chip starfish. You'll love it. Now, check out their website so that you can learn more about visiting those passes, and remember, City Pass offers them at a discount with other attractions. And you'll get a chance to visit all of these galleries plus more. Their website, georgiaaquarium.org. And you get that 44% off, so check out the City Pass for your savings. And you can spend a little bit of time also, too, maybe in the snack shop there. So, also, nothing says talking to the animals like heading over to the Atlanta Zoo. Have you been to the zoo lately? Well, I have a little zoo trivia before I share my cool experience. Did you know that the Atlanta Zoo got its start when a traveling menagerie came to town in 1889, and it never left? Cash flow problems forced the owner into bankruptcy, and all of those exotic animals were ultimately donated to the city. So what did the city do? They wanted to start a zoo. Since the Victorian days, the zoo has vastly expanded and reimagined a lot of its exhibits for more of a naturalistic habitat for the animals. And it has become one of only three U.S. zoos to host giant pandas. So, hey, you definitely want to check it out and find out exactly what is going on. So isn't that a really interesting story? I thought so. My visit to the zoo was a wonderful time seeing the animals up close and seeing them in their natural habitat. But the highlight of my visit was a chance to go and be part of what they call their Animal Encounter Program. It's the perfect way to learn a lot more about the animals that we so often just maybe see on TV or read about in books. Now, Animal Encounter was with Tara, a 40-year-old elephant who was calm and she was really very sweet. If you can call it elephant sweet, of course. <laughs> but after a brief lesson and instructions on working with animals in the counter program, we each had a chance to go and feed Tara a piece of romaine lettuce. Yep, you heard me right. I actually fed an elephant. Of course, there was uh, some pretty close supervision of one of the animal trainers there. So I wasn't just out there, you know, with Tara feeding her. But it is a great, great, great way for you to experience the zoo with your family and friends. I fed her five pieces of lettuce, and each time she took it easily from my hand. I was a little nervous at first. I will admit that. And the first piece kind of broke off in my hand because I was a little nervous, a little shy about feeding an animal of that size with my hand. But I got very comfortable with it. I really wanted to keep doing it, but we had to, uh, you know, just limit it a little bit. 
But while we were feeding Tyra the lettuce, other elephants were in the background getting their exercise, walking around their habitat and stretching for food. Really just kind of really there for you to kind of take it all in and see them in their natural habitat. The elephants had to stretch and reach pretty high, though, to grab some of the hay for a tasty treat. But our guide shared with us that feeding them these treats in this way is part of their daily exercise as well. It's very good for them to get a good stretch in. Now, this would be a wonderful surprise to give as a family gift. Uh, So reach out to the zoo to learn more about how you can have the same experience and tell them, you know, that I said to tell Tara that I said hello. She is a sweetheart. So visit their website at zooatlanta.org. And don't forget that you can get your tickets at CityPass for a discount. So you want to save, save, save. There's no better time than any time to go on a tour, I say, because a tour is a great way to really get a, get a hold on all of the things going on around the city. And again, even in a city that you think you already know, it's the best way to do that. And a good way to do that is with a tour company that keeps in mind the environment, keeping it clean, keeping that really as a priority as we travel and as we do tours. So Atlanta Cruisers Electric Car Tour is the tour company that I took. It is an eco-friendly way to see all of the sights around the city. It was a 90-minute electric car tour with 15 miles through the heart of Atlanta around the city to see some of the sights, some of the neighborhoods, some of the historic places like Inman Park, Atlanta's first planned suburb. We even went to the old Fourth Ward, the birthplace of civil rights movement. And yeah, we even passed by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s home. So you can check out the locations of some of Atlanta's newest and trendy restaurants as well. Some of the bars, some of the hotels, clubs, all are located along the tour. And this is a great way really for you to preview uh, some of the things that you might want to check out, maybe for a dinner or maybe if you want to do a staycation, you can take notes along the way. And our guide was right there in the car with us sharing historical information, bits of trivia, a lot of little known facts and information about some of the people and some of the places that we passed. So it was a fun way to see the city and try a new way of touring in that electric car. So you can book it now. It's time to see what's new around the city. So visit their website at atlcruisers.com. Atlanta Cruisers. Check it out. The visitors come in town really to see the King Center. I mean, that's kind of a given. The historic district around the area, too, is a really popular area for them to tour. So tour with Unexpected Atlanta for their Martin Luther King Jr. walking tour was something else that I did. And it gave an in-depth look at the people and the locations that inspired Dr. King. You also get a chance to visit, of course, the King Center, but also the neighborhood where he grew up. Ebenezer Baptist Church and views of the King Memorial are all part of the tour. But what was intriguing really about the tour was a lot of the trivia, some of the historical information that the guide was able to share. You know, I have to stop here and say that that is one of my favorite things about taking tours is that the guides are always filled with so much great information that really help us to understand a little bit more of the places we're visiting. And Kunji named this one of the best things to do in Atlanta. And I would agree, whether you visit the King Center or not, this walk was a mile and a half walk and it takes uh, about two, two and a half hours and you learn so much. And you know my saying, I always say it all the time. You learn more about the things that you thought you already knew. (laughs) And have you seen those spectacular sort of photos of the Atlanta skyline in the background from a bridge? Yep, we got a part of that as well of the tour as well. So you can stop. You can get that iconic photo there on Jackson Street Bridge. It's Instagrammable. You want to do that. 
So you can plan this and book it by going to their website, unexpectedatlanta.com. And I shared a picture on my Facebook, so you can check that out at Travel with Anita if you want to see it. Now, one of the things I have not mentioned is the Atlanta Beltline. And if you have not walked that, you definitely want to put that in your plan as well. It is a 22-mile open and planned loop of multi-use trail. People go biking, you can walk, you can go roller skating, all of those things. And it's a former railway corridor around the core of Atlanta. You'll find stores there, parks there, open spaces, restaurants all along the trail. It's very walkable, bikeable, and you can stop and start as much as you like. Now, I'll stop here, and when I come back, we're still in Atlanta. I know you got to eat, and of course, you know, I've got food to share with you. <laughs> I'm definitely always eating when I'm going on tour. So stay where you are, and I'll share the restaurants I visited and help you make a long list of places for bites and great drinks. Back in a minute, you're on Travel with Anita and Fred. check out the new restaurants in town? Do you like to be that friend in your group who has all the latest and tastiest restaurant recommendations? Well, I've got a list for you. Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. Now, I toured around Atlanta and what I discovered that there are restaurants that I had not tried. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> now, along with my husband, Doc Bill, we consider ourselves pretty savvy when it comes to the culinary scene around Atlanta. But I found a few new spots, and I want to share some of them with you. And okay, I'll start with one that I've been to and have eaten several times, and that is Fox Brothers Barbecue. Now, those twin brothers, Jonathan and Justin Fox, gave Atlanta their twist on the Texas-style barbecue. And now we can't get enough. I know I can't. I mean, those two brothers, they really know barbecue. The Fox Brothers, you know, want to make sure that that Texas flavor came through, and they did just that. When they couldn't find it here, they made it themselves. And with no professional training, they began throwing backyard gatherings for their friends and family. I think some people call those, you know, kind of, um, you know, those ways to, you know, really get people kind of hooked on their food. I know my husband and I have done that before. We have people coming back wanting a little bit more. So I think that's what the Fox Brothers had in mind as well. But these gatherings soon grew into a barbecue catering operation, feeding hundreds. The brothers decided to open their own restaurant, one of those places that everybody likes to go to on the west side. You're welcome seven days a week, but you have to bring a big appetite because they serve some pretty big-sized uh, meals there. You can chow down on their signature smoked brisket, pulled pork, wings, and a mix of uh, original side dishes that will definitely have you saying yum. So for all the barbecue lovers, you can thank me later for this one, but here's our website, Fox Brothers, and that's B-R-O-S-B-B-Q dot com. So F-O-X-B-R-O-S-B-B-Q dot com. Now, if you are a pizza lover like myself, and I don't know how I missed this place because this was my first time going, Max Cold Oven Pizzeria. It has the only genuine coal-burning oven in Georgia. And why is that exciting? Because coal-fired ovens burn at extremely, extremely high temperatures. And they can be set to about 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. That's pretty hot. 
Now, if you love a good pizza, then you're going to really like the ones that are charred and crispy a little bit, that texture on the outside of the crust with the inside of the dough still very tender. So can you say yum? Because that's what you're going to get there with all of the toppings that you would like. You can make it your own just like you like it. And if by chance there's someone in your group who doesn't want a pizza, doesn't like pizza, I'm not sure how that could be, but I know that there are some times when you're traveling with people that may not like something. But there are lots more options on the menu, including their signature coal oven wings and Italian hoagies, too. So check out their website and their menu so that you can start planning all of your pizza toppings now. And that is Max, M-A-X-S-A-T-L dot com. Now, another great restaurant that I had been to but wanted to give it another try is Twisted Soul Cookhouse and Pours. Now, I have a special affinity for this one because Chef Deborah, she began her culinary career working as a flight attendant. And as a former flight attendant, we kind of stick together and support each other. Now, her globetrotting adventures had sparked a desire for her to, as she says, feed people comfort food that crosses cultural divides and speaks more languages than a guidebook. <laughs> so at Twisted Old Cookhouse and Pours, she definitely has an extensive menu that really captures all of that. A lot of good Southern delights with an international flair. And I love her fried chicken. So if you're a fried chicken fan, you definitely want to check hers out. It was voted Best Restaurant in Atlanta by Georgia Voice shortly after it opened. And it's also been featured on the cooking channel, Late Night Eats. So go take an empty stomach with you and you won't have any problem filling it up. I promise you on that. So check out our website at TwistedSoulCookhouseAndPours.com. Now, when I say staycation, that does not mean just any hotel stay. In Atlanta, the Glen Hotel in downtown is right in the middle of all of the actions, all of the places, all of the sites that I've been describing is really close to them. So it's the perfect place to take in all the things I've shared and plan that itinerary around the hotel and visit all the sites and the restaurants. I love it about the Glen Hotel, though. It's a boutique property that is part of the autograph collection of hotels. This is a 1920s landmark building that's adjacent to Centennial Olympic Park. Originally, the Glen was an office building, though, providing space to branches of, of different national companies. The Glen building was saved from demolition by historical preservationists in 1986. I'm so glad they did that. Because this is also the year when the quest to have the building listed on the National Register of Historic Places began, although it wasn't finalized until another 20 years. The Glen Building really has a, a very, very sort of crowning glory look to it. So you want to check it out when you are looking for a place to stay in Atlanta. Check out their website at glenhotel.com. Now, check out an article also that I wrote about the hotel. You'll see some pictures there as well. It's on my website, travelwithanita.com. And that is Anita with two N's. So travelwithanita.com. Okay, so drum roll here. I mentioned earlier in the show that some exciting news I have about CityPass. So we're giving away two sets of CityPass tickets, which cover complimentary admission to the attractions in one of your favorite cities. So you can choose CityPass tickets for attractions in Atlanta, Boston, Chicago, Dallas, Houston, New York, Philadelphia, San Diego, San Francisco, Tampa Bay, Seattle. And for Atlanta, you can visit all of these fun attractions that I've shared with you today. The Georgia Aquarium, the Roller Coca-Cola, Zoo Atlanta, plus any two of the following attractions. The National Center for Civil and Human Rights, Fernbank Museum of Natural History, or the College Football Hall of Fame. Each city I mentioned has an adventure waiting for you, so you don't have to worry about that. 
with your City Pass tickets, you can see it all. The tickets are valid for seven consecutive days and have no blackout dates. For more information and to help you decide, visit their website, citypass.com. Now, not included are Orlando and Southern California, but to participate, head over to Facebook at Travel with Anita and tell me what's your favorite City Pass destination. Where are you heading next? And tell me why. And to plan a getaway to Atlanta with everything that you need to know about things to do, places to stay, visit the website discoveratlanta.com where you'll find attractions, restaurants, places to stay, all the things to get you started on a visit to my hometown of Atlanta. So thanks for joining me today. Visit my Facebook page, Travel with Anita, to see photos from my time going around Atlanta. And on my website, travelwithanita.com. And again, that's Anita with two N's. So check back with me in two weeks here on Travel with Anita and Friends. Thanks for joining me today. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Travel with Anita. For more, log on to her website, travelwithanita.com, and look for her award-winning podcast, Quarter Miles Travel, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Anita will be back in two weeks with another exciting adventure for you and your travel buddies. So keep those passports updated, and remember to always travel safe and travel smart. Right, Jack?